Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Sharon Deuce, and welcome to the After School Talk podcast, where we talk about everything education off the clock. This podcast is driven by my passion to increase awareness on the importance of a sense of belonging within schools. And every week, we talk about pop culture, things going on in the news, and just flip it to the world of education. Um, if you can tell, my voice is a little hoarse um, because I married someone whose birthday is the day after Cinco de Mayo. And in our 20s, that seemed like a wonderful thing. In your 30s, I feel attacked. I feel like I've been hit by a bus. And I need rest. (laughs) But I can't because I have two podcasts and t-shirts to make on this beautiful Sunday early in the morning so that we can get up, get to church, and still do brunch because I'm brunching. And he wants to brunch. That's how he wants to partially closed out his birthday weekend um even though we will be going on a trip for his birthday and this is the first as far as like going on a big trip for his birthday so i'm super excited um i'm letting him rest uh for a minute until we jump into the nostalgia podcast but y'all know i have to um at least get my quick five to seven minutes in with you guys and then y'all tune over to nostalgia to get a good little laugh episode on there Even though we laugh on here too But th- that ain't no point Because listen, the discussion for today If you clicked on the title I'm, I'm ready to be very uh, open and honest <laughs> Call a spade a spade um, We don't do that enough in education I feel like we are designed to think That, that everything has to be unicorn and rainbows with education And what social media is showing us is that it's not Social media is showing us that there is a very dark and ugly side to education. Um, I told Melvin I wanted to do a whole series focused on the movie Us and tie it into themes in education because it's that doppelganger. It's that idea that they sell you as a uh, a new teacher that this is going to be rewarding and the students are so great and everything is wonderful. And then you get in here and Freddie uh, Krueger done bit you on your arm and, and his mama done cussed you out. Now you're wondering about whether or not you should even be here. Um, we see stuff like this on Abbott Elementary where um, the teacher was trying to help Deshaun and Deshaun done called her the worst teacher he, he done ever had. Excuse me? What? But anyway, today's topic is um, fighting in the classroom, or I like to call it, if you book, we book back. Um, so recently in the news, there have been continued videos. This is nothing new. This is this has been happening for years now, but I want to be clear. Sometimes when I say in front of people, this is nothing new, they go, yeah, because even we was in school. No, baby. No. And if that was happening at your school, that's... That was not a norm, okay? Um, We are seeing an increased environment of students attacking teachers, whether it is verbal or physical. Um, That is not something that every school can say they're accustomed to. You may have had those few students who would be um, in that uh, mind frame or do those kind of things, but not to the point we're at right now. This is something different. So what we saw was there was a student who hit a t- who hit a substitute teacher. Sus- substitute teacher then decides to um, defend herself and, and gets into the fight with the student. Um, also saw a student where the teacher was um, going to 
take the student's cell phone. The student then pulls out Mace, and Mace is the teacher. I don't know if y'all saw that one, but that's another one. And then what I saw um, recently last night on Twitter was um, two 14-year-old boys in ski masks get on a school bus to attempt to shoot another student in the head. And thankfully, the gun jammed. Okay. And I, like, again, if people was just running up on your bus and shooting folks, the don't first of all that ain't the norm and don't get excited to say that everything is it's always been like this don't get excited to say that that's not no so um here's the thing what is the overarching problem is something that people say well what can we do what's the problem my husband and i melvin and i talk about this all the time <laughs> it is very simple but it is very triggering and it is a hard thing to have the courage to do as a leader in the school system. So you can't be somebody who does not have the inner, if you book, we book back mentality. Um, and this is this is what I mean. When they created, um, and they created, we're talking about the George Bush era, no child left behind. The results we got from that afterwards was that all the pressure was put on the school system and one of the biggest problems with that is we created an environment where we believe the school system is equipped to handle the unmanageable. I'm going to say it one more time. We believe the school system is equipped to handle the unmanageable. I teach in, in the college of education at the university I work in. I, I took education courses myself. Nowhere in that book Nowhere in the curriculum, nowhere in the course's design did they teach you how to de-escalate two 14-year-olds jumping onto a bus with guns and ski masks. They never told you how to handle when you ask a student, can I get your cell phone because you know it's the policy that you can't have your cell phone in class, that you're going to mace me. They don't teach you that, right? They don't, they don't teach you how to deal with things where this is psychotic. This is out of my pay grade and out of my um, job responsibilities. And see, what we want to say is that the school system has to manage those things. But we cannot, and nor do we have the capacity. Okay, so keep that in mind. The next thing is, because you created the environment to say that we have to manage the unmanageable, we also then create a sense of entitlement. You, as a teacher, like, like Deshaun in the Abbey Elementary, well, you the teacher, you need to fix it. Well, he don't, he don't do that at home. You need to, mm -mm. well, I can't do, I can't, mm, that's y'all. Y'all going to have, everything is where it is your responsibility to fix things that a therapist needs to fix, that a family counselor needs to fix, that a financial advisor needs to fix, that prayer and holy water oil needs to fix. And in a eight hour work day, when I may have you in my class for 50 minutes, I can't do it. And see, we deem that as failure. We deem that as I'm not a good educator because I cannot handle the unmanageable. And unmanageable means it can't be done in the format we got it in. You just can't do it. <laughs> so stop, stop that. And so what a further more pushes that is if it can't be done here, we need a way to say you need to get plucked out of this environment and put in a different environment to get you to be able to be successful in this environment. 
Okay. And that's the part where I say, mm, we don't have enough courageous leaders. I want to do that. Because you'll have people to make you feel like, well, you said that kid up for failure. You just want to kick the kid out. You, y'all, y'all did my baby wrong. No, because, because Deshaun, <laughs> I'm using that from the elementary, won't sit down. Sharon and Karen and, and Sarah and John and Malik, can't none of them learn because he won't sit down. So we never look at how keeping those students in those environments are hindering everyone else is hindering everyone else we don't look at it like that and i have a, an example of our member having a coworker tell me one time about a student who continuously was getting in trouble with um, his girlfriend like continuously getting in trouble like they just something was always happening with the two of them and the teacher said to me you ever realize he never had any discipline records prior to this girl transferring to our school or coming to our school. And we was doing so much to try to, to try to save the both wind of losing both. And when he said that, it blew my mind. It blew my mind because it was like, Hey, that kid, he was, he was over there being able to do his schoolwork, not cause issues, having a great time. Somebody else has messed up his environment. And we so focused on, on you got to save everyone. That boy, we end up losing him, right? And and what you need to do and how you need to set up. Trust me and believe me. You need to try all measures, exhaust all of your resources before you're just gonna say, "Hey, you got to go somewhere else because <laughs> you're messing up everybody else," right? So we're not just saying, mm, "You didn't aggravate me one time in class. You the worst student ever. I don't want you in my room." No, we're talking about everybody has tried. We we have we have exhausted our resources, and at this point. We got to, we got to, we have to try something completely different. And that is not a failure on the school. That is not a failure on the teacher. That is us saying we are courageous enough to say we're not the ones that can handle it. You need more than what we offer in this building. That's like knowing you have cancer and you still going to keep going to your family physician. If you don't go to an oncologist and really get tested and really figure out what the treatment is. Or else you're going to find yourself where you don't want to be. And that's what we keep seeing happen. So, baby, listen. At the end of the day, if you bug, you got the, as educators, y'all got to bug back. And bug back means I'm ready to save my school. I'm ready to save that student on that bus and not even have to think about, thankfully, the gun jam. I already know you don't have access to get on this bus or, or harm to any of my students because you got to get up out of here. Okay? Y'all continue to have that discussion. I'm going to go ahead and get myself ready for the second podcast we have to record today, Nostalgia Podcast. Um, continue to listen to After School Talk. We're going to have some of these topics come back up again. I am quite sure of it. Um, but the biggest thing I want y'all to do to help us with this podcast is share the episode. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. Shout out to one of my former students told me in the hallway, uh, former students in like, had her in high school, now I have her in college, that she listened to the podcast and showed me on her phone. I was like, oh. I am touched because <laughs> you you don't realize your, your former students even listen and are like, yeah, we, you know, we growing up and understanding that now we in educ we are education majors and now we're working in the field of education. I just had one graduate yesterday with a degree in education. So they're about to be in that world and I want them to feel empowered and not feel like they're about to be a sucky teacher because it's just something that's not in their control. So love y'all. Talk to y'all later. Bye.